0: Welcome to Global Citizen Life Podcast. On today's show, we have Caitlin, and thank you very much, Caitlin, for joining us today.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am very excited for our conversation.
0: Excellent. So can you just give us a little bit of background about yourself and your business and kind of what led you down the path that that you're on right now?
1: Yeah, I definitely can. So I'm Caitlin. I live in Houston, Texas with my husband. We have two kiddos, um, a two and a half year old and a 10 month old. So our hands are quite full. And I would just be so sad if I did not also mention that we have our golden doodle guppy who really just is the glue that keeps our family together. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about me personally. Professionally, mm-hmm. I own a business that's called Think Happy Co. Think Happy consists of a book, a podcast um, and group, and private coaching that really focuses on time and task management, building sustainable habits, and keeping your cup full. So that's that, that's a little bit about
0: me professionally. Excellent. That's great. And so how did you start your company? What, what made you think that, you know, like this, this is the, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to help people and and do the things that you're doing. How did that come about?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I can best Tell this story just by starting with my first job out of school, which I was in marketing at Chick fil A. And for your listeners who live here in the States, specifically in some of the more southern states, they will be very familiar with Chick fil A. Um, And so while I was working at Chick fil A, I just got to see firsthand, you know, how being a business owner puts you in a position where you really get the opportunity to serve other people. Which so I realized from you know a pretty young age that I love this notion of getting to serve other people. Well, I worked there for a couple of years. Then fast forward, my father, who owns a marketing company here in Houston, actually snagged me away from Chick-fil-A. And what's funny about that is I used to always tell people. You know the only person that could take me away from Chick-fil-A is my dad. And lo and behold, he he came to me with a job offer mm-hmm. that I I just couldn't say no to. It felt right. And I worked with him for almost 10 years. So, um and I worked with my father at the family company for almost 10 years and truthfully for most of those 10 years, I thought that that company would be the company that I ended up calling my own one day. And, you know, it was the best place for me for all of those years. I am so thankful for it being such a big part of my journey. I truly learned so much. My father is a natural coach. Um, and he just poured into me for that time. Um, but I could not help, but have this nagging voice in my head that, you know, Caitlin, this might not be your, your forever job. So kind of in the background while all of that is happening, um, I, I wrote and published a book in March of 2020, and it outlined five pillars to incorporate into your life to become the happiest or best version of you. And the, the thinking behind this book, or I guess it's not thinking, the inspiration behind this book was I had started to notice that people in my life kept asking me the same question over and over. And that question was, Caitlin, how are you always so happy? And my my answer to them would be, well, it's not that I'm always so happy. It's just that I'm intentionally doing my best to create a life that I'm happy about, that I enjoy living. And so those pillars, fast forward, have now formed Think Happy into not only being
0: Sorry. Sorry, Caitlin. No, you totally okay. froze. You froze and that um, people kept asking you the same question. And then since then it froze and I was like, uh, I see the microphone right, but I'm like, Caitlin, can you hear me? Can you-? Oh my gosh.
1: You're like, what's the question? I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. And I was waiting. And I was like, maybe it'll just take a second. I'm like, it's not coming back.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry.
0: No, I'm sorry again. So we go back to the, the same question?
1: Yes. Yes. So the inspiration behind this book really came from, I, I I started noticing that people in my life just were asking me, the same question over and over. And that question was, Caitlin, how are you always so happy? And my answer to them was always the same. And it was, it's not that I'm always so happy. It's just that I'm very intentional about creating a happy life. And the follow-up question was, okay, well, how do you do that? So I was like, you know, if, if I'm getting asked this question all the time, Maybe this is information that other people would want. Um, so I wrote the book, Think Happy. And now th- those five pillars, time management, getting to know your body, getting to know your heart, me time and goal setting, those were originally the pillars that, that formed Think Happy um, now into a business. And I, I've niched down quite a bit since then. Um, mm-hmm. But But yeah, that's the background. That's the whole enchilada.
0: Okay, great. And and I, I do believe too, I was speaking with somebody the other day. I, I go regularly and I donate plasma. And one of the people there, he's like, it's always so nice to see you. You're always so happy. And I'm like, well, like I, I try to be. I'm not not always, but yeah, you know, I, I try to be. And I and I said, but it's it's also a bit of a choice. And and, and so we chatted a little bit about it. And he's like, You're right, it is. And I said, because you know, everybody goes through stuff. Everybody has um, problems, bad days, things that happen in life that they have no control about it, but it's how we react and respond to those situations that are kind of thrown at us. And that's, those are the things that we have to think about. Like, I can't control what other people do, but I can control or do my best to control how I react and respond to those situations.
1: Oh, I, I could not agree with you more, Sally. Um, something that I often say is, you know, we're in the driver's seat of our own lives, right? And like mm-hmm. this is your life. You better be in that driver's seat because you're going to go on this journey of life, whether or not you're the one driving, right? You can sit in the passenger seat. And still get to the end of your life journey, but not have made any of the decisions on the route that you take to get there, right? So if we're going to go mm. on the journey, we might as well be in that driver's seat.
0: Absolutely. And that's, that is that is a great way to put it because we are here. And so, you know, we we need to make the best of it. And whether that's you choose to have your own business and the trials and and tribulations of that or working for a company, again, different trials and tribulations with that as well. So we're definitely going through it. And so what have you found is perhaps the hardest thing that people have had to I guess, kind of deal with or or make changes in in their life. Has there been something that comes up quite often that seems to be the hardest or the most common thing that people struggle with that change within their life to be in that driver's seat?
1: Yeah, you know, that's a really interesting question. And as you were teeing up that question, you know, I was my wheels were already turning. And this, this might sound cheesy. But I really, truly believe that nine times out of 10, what I hear from clients, what I hear from, you know, people in my community is that they are their own speed bump. And the way that I like to coach, you know, surrounding this topic is getting really clear on what the why is behind your what, right? So, and, and, this is just, you know, the first example that's coming to my mind, but let's say there's someone who's you know, like my, what is that I just really want to lose 20 pounds? Like, that's just, that's what I want to do. And so I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to exercise and I'm going to eat right. And I'm going to do all the things, right. That's all well and good. And that, that, that will work with you at the beginning phases of trying to make these changes of trying to change your habits, build new routines. But what happens when the shininess of that new habit starts to wear off, right? All of a sudden Mm -hmm. that what might not be a strong enough motivator to get you out of bed, your cozy, cozy bed. And it's rainy or cold outside. Yes, exactly. (laughs) that what all of a sudden is not strong enough, but the why Mm. those feelings that you have that are so personal to you, that really is the reason why you want to lose the 20 pounds. That is what will help you. Maybe it's because you want to show your kids, you know, the healthiest version of you and you want to be a good role model for them. Maybe Mm. it's so that you can fit into whatever outfit come Christmas dinner, I don't know, whatever that deep Mm -hmm. feeling is, um, is what I call the why behind the
0: what. Right. And I think too, so I've got a client that I'm working with right now and, and her why, like, like she had some great positive whys and they were good, but I found that they weren't quite strong enough. And I, and I said to her and and I, I know her quite well, Um, and I said like, these, these are great whys and they're good, positive whys, but sometimes also the why is the thing we're getting away from. Yeah. So she's starting out, um, building a new business. And, and I said like, why? And she said, I hate my job.
1: Oh Yeah.
0: there's no way I'm going to be there another 20 years, um, not enjoying the work and she's been doing her So, you know, I, I, and I think that's normal that we do get bored with our jobs and our work. And I said, well, how do you feel when I tell you about like you have to get up in the morning and go to work or you have to work there for the next 20 years. She's like, Oh my God. And I said, that's part of your yeah. why. And she started a little vision board of and put some good things on it. And I said, great, put good things on. I said, but find a photo of yourself or that reminds you of yourself at work. Mm-hmm. And whenever you don't feel like doing that, whatever that thing is and it could be that you know for some people getting up in the morning and going for a run it could be that writing a blog post or working on the book or shooting a video look at that photo and that that vision board and think those are also the things i want to get away from
1: yeah like those
0: yeah. are those pain things like oh my god i don't want to do that for 20 years then great because sometimes those positive things that we do want we want them and they're they're nice to have. Like I'd like to have a bigger house. I'd like to have a better office. It would be nice. And I want them. And as you said, that wears off when when kind of the going gets tough.
1: Yep. Exactly. Exactly.
0: So very, very good, I think, for for both that that positive and negative aspect of it. So do when you work with people, do you really kind of like dig deep down into their whys? Because lots of times people I find will say, you know, oh, I want to work for myself um, so I can do what I want when I want. It's like, well, but what do you want to do and when do you want to do it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, nine times out of 10, getting really clear on my clients why is our starting point. Um, I like to start with that exercise for, you know, any goal that is being set for any new habit that is trying to be created for any new routine that is trying to be built. Um so yeah, to answer your question simply, I would say yes.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. We have to have that that strong why. And and for you, I guess like work work is is great especially that you're able to to work from home and and setting out those Um, kind of the schedule and and the routine that you have with with having two two little ones I'm sure part of your why is the family and the flexibility um, to that so have have you always kind of thought like I know you you worked at the Chick-fil-a for a while and then and then with with your dad and stuff and and back at that time because obviously things have changed were you did you have your kids then did you have that flexibility of working from home or was that once you had the kids so your your why changed a little bit
1: yeah so that's a really great question because back then um and when i say back then i mean before i was doing think happy co full time i mm-hmm. always knew that i wanted to have a business that was mine um i wasn't exactly sure what that was going to look like but i guess it was just kind of ingrained in me from, from an early age. Um, my, my, my father started his business when I was five or six years old. So it was something I was just, I grew up with and, you know, my dad did have the flexibility to be there at our sporting events and, you know, come to to school for certain things. And, and he was very present, um, which, I really appreciated And I loved, and that was something that I knew that I wanted, um, to create for myself also now fast forward to having the two kiddos. Also, it's kind of like that feeling is now on steroids, Sally. Like mm-hmm. I, I want that even more. And I mean, just the other day, I, My day was completely unhinged. Are my son, who I can't remember if I already said this, he's, he's 10 months old at the time of this recording. My son has a sitter that comes in for a couple hours a day so I can work, while my daughter, who's two and a half, goes to Mother's Day out. Well, the sitter called in sick, and of course, as this would happen, my day was just back to back to back to back booked, and I did not feel guilty. About having to reschedule things. And every client that I messaged was, oh my gosh, Caitlin, yes, of course. Um, totally get it. And it just felt so good. And then it turned into such an awesome day because I got all this bonus time with him, you know, and he's so little and um everything is still so new to him, and just watching him learn things and just see the world through those fresh eyes is so fun. And it was an awesome day. And I I mean, I feel like I kind of live for stuff like that right now.
0: And and that's great. And I think, you know, like a little bit earlier, as as we were talking to and mentioning that, you know, sometimes things that we have no control over that somebody else does, or whatever, you know, it does affect us. But then it's also finding the silver linings. Mm -hmm. Right. Like your sitter canceled, you know, I'm sure for good reason and and she had things, you know, and, and that's fine. And I think what's great, too, honestly, one of the silver linings of covid, even though there's not many, but a couple of things is we are a lot more open and understanding to working from home and more flexible of, you know, things change. We do work from home. Um, people probably, they won't notice, or maybe at the beginning of the video, I don't know if they heard the lawnmower um, going yeah. outside. And so we paused and I tried to edit it out, but it was that ability and it's like, oh, it's okay, don't worry. And so we we have a lot more of that understanding. And so, you know, finding those silver linings and going with it and just going with the flow of life, mm-hmm. um, I can't remember. I was listening. Somebody said something that like really life. We have to think of it as like a flowing Creek or river, whichever you prefer, like it flows. And when there's a rock there, it, it we it flows around, like it, yeah. it shifts a little bit. It goes around, but it just, it still keeps going. And, you know, rivers get quite bumpy there. There's rapids, there's waterfalls there's, but it's still keeps flowing. Yeah. And I think that's, that's very important. And, and I love what you do to keep, keep that cup happy and full as it's flowing because life gets hard sometimes.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's such a beautiful analogy. Also. I, I, love cheesy analogies and I might have to
0: start using that one I promise I will give you credit (laughs) oh no don't give me credit because I don't know where I heard it from I I heard it somewhere else I wished I would have known I I listened to so many different podcasts and read books and and things like that I definitely did not come up with it I heard it somewhere um I used to before I used to think life was a highway I used to go with that oh, one. So yeah. you know, sometimes it's it's smooth and paved. Sometimes it's like a dirt, gravel, bumpy road. Yeah, but I like the water one a little bit better. More, more of the flow.
1: Yeah, more so. tranquil, maybe. But mm-hmm. I I completely agree that that has been a silver lining of COVID. And I'm sure you and I could have a whole other conversation about this. But something mm. about COVID and the work environment really seemed to humanize the workers, the employees, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the families that are home, the importance of having time to recover from work and refill. Um, and just that we all have personal stuff.
0: Right. Now I've, I personally have always been an advocate of the four day work week, like way, like way before COVID, probably before first, it was even a thing, <laughs> before it was even a thing, like going back probably close to 20 years, because it just, my thought was, you know, and this was before, so I've been working from home before even working from home was, was a thing again, going back around 20, over 20 years. Um, and and I just thought like with the four day work week, even then it's, you know, if you're going to work four days a week like and or five days a week, and then you have the weekend, well, one day you're spent just cleaning your house, grocery mm-hmm. shopping, doing laundry, doing all those things. And then you have one day left to try to enjoy with family and friends, but the brain's already starting to think, oh, tomorrow I have to go back to work. Yep. So yep. I've just always thought like before I would rather work a couple extra hours each day and have a four day work week than eight hours, five days a week. And I I just, I hope that at one point in time in the future, the four day work week does become normal for people and that all companies give flexibility of working from home. So even if you don't get a four day work week, just try, like, I don't understand that people think like driving to work, or you're taking the metro to work. Like so many people are so frustrated by the time they get to work that they're not even productive for the first while. So there's been studies to prove that people are more productive if they have those even few days to work at home Um, on average. I mean, there's always gonna be people that take advantage. There's always gonna be people that don't work. There's people that go to the office and don't work. And
1: don't work also. (laughs) Yes, exactly.
0: So I, I definitely think that that's, that's great. So if if somebody, so we, we know that people really should really focus on their why, the the positive and the negative, what they're moving away from, what, what they're going towards, what, what's another thing that do you think is a, is a really big thing for them to, to think about or work on or, or consider when they're trying to make sure that they're, they're keeping their cup as full as they can.
1: Oh yeah. So when when it comes to keeping your cup filled something that i like to look at is also having a well rounded cup right so mm-hmm. thinking about you know physically how are we taking care of ourselves um mentally emotionally how are we taking care of ourselves um and so for me personally you know that looks like A lot of it is the time I I spend in the morning before the rest of my family wakes up. I get some time just to have quiet coffee or to exercise or something like that. Um, And it also looks like, you know, making sure I'm fueling my body well, getting in um, intentional movement, things like that. Um, So I, I, I guess to answer your question, one thing that I think gets forgotten is just yes, keeping our cups full, but also making sure it's well-rounded. Um, I, mm. I I mentioned that I like um, cheesy analogies. I I teach mm-hmm. one. It's about a lavender latte, um, one of my favorite drinks. I I it's like my splurge coffee drink.
0: Okay. And so
1: the ingredients to this latte is obviously steamed milk, espresso, and a lavender-infused honey. And so that creates the perfect, well-balanced, delicious, warm beverage. And so I, I use that analogy of, of mind, body, and heart um, for for keeping our own personal internal cups balanced.
0: Right. And it's, it's important to have that. Um... I, I travel a lot and I'm in various countries and kind of one thing that I like when I'm in Europe is I still get up early in the morning. I get up between 5.30, 6 o'clock usually each morning. And what I like when I'm in Europe is most of my clients are in North America. So I have my full morning of getting up, um, going to the gym, meditating Reading um, at least a few pages in a in a book, whatever book I'm reading, and and then by about one o'clock usually is when I, I'm starting to get some you know maybe some calls or or emails. I can respond to emails before that, but that's when stuff is starting to come in more, mm-hmm. and I really love kind of that relaxed morning hour. Oh, yeah. And then oh, yeah. I, I do work more into the evening, sometimes seven, eight, or or maybe even nine if I'm doing a podcast or something. And and I don't mind doing that. I don't do it every day, but it just doesn't seem so bad when I've had that those hours in the morning to, to get into the day and start my routine. And yeah, sometimes I'm already online answering emails at about 10 or 11, but it's kind of that my choice to slowly start the day as opposed yeah. to... Yeah. Sometimes it's, I roll out of bed and I'm terrible that I'll, I have my laptop on the bed sometimes. So sometimes I don't even roll out of bed and I grab the laptop and I'm like, oh, I got to get back to these emails and just yeah. start the day Friday before Friday. anything. And I'm really trying to curve that habit because I know it's a bad habit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a great way to start the day. The The Europe version, not the laptop in the bed
0: version. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. So yeah, at this time I'm in Canada now. So I'm in the I'm I'm in the Canadian version of it. Um, but I will be heading back to Europe to be in in that part too. And but and I get though, because it is harder, I'd have to be up really early here to try to to get that in because mm-hmm. I'm in the same time zone. And it, and it's yeah. weird though, because part of me thinks it's also just a mindset. If I oh, still yeah. got up earlier, maybe a little bit earlier and did the things and started my day later, but I don't know. It's it's shifting that that mindset for me. It's I can do it when I'm in Europe because everybody's sleeping here. But here it's oh everybody's awake, so I need to be up and working. Yeah, yeah. So great. So you are based in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, I am. So if people wanted to get in touch with you, so you you have your book, you have coaching mm-hmm. as well, and yeah. I thought there was something else.
1: A podcast, yeah. Um so, podcast, so right. It is very easy to remember everything. Some people say I'm not original. Some people say I'm a genius at branding. Everything is called <laughs> Think Happy. Um, Perfect. so my book, Think Happy podcast, <laughs> the Think Happy podcast, and my Think Happy Co. Um, best place to find me is on Instagram, and yeah, would love to chat more. So find me there.
0: Perfect. And what we'll do is we'll make sure that we have all those links in the show notes, because then it makes it easy for everybody to, to find you. So if you're just listening now, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody's going to remember Think Happy, (laughs) but um, if not, just to make it even easier, if you're listening on your computer or something, we'll, we'll make sure that uh, we, we have all of those links in the show notes for everyone.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me today.
0: Thank you very much for for joining us and uh, to those listeners, definitely think happy thoughts and get in touch with Caitlin or get her book. I'm sure you will enjoy it.